best place to start, especially the way our brains work, is to look at things exactly the way they are right now. Like I always get a good baseline for everybody I work with. I don't want them to change. I'm not asking them to make any changes. It's just awareness. Hey coach, my name's Lindsay and I'm here to help heart-centered women like you build the money-making coaching business of their dreams. I've been coaching since 2019 and this pod is about so much more than building your business. It's about using your gifts to build a life and business you're 100% obsessed with. I went from working 50 plus hours a week as a first grade teacher to building a sustainable business that replaced my job, salary, and gave me back 30 plus hours a week of my time. Tune in to join the ride and learn from other coaches and experts along the way. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Aligned Coach Podcast. Hello to all of our new listeners. I'm so excited for today's podcast. I have Misty Lynch here with us. She is a certified life coach and certified life or certified life planner. Certified financial planner. Um, She is going to dive in with us today all about demystifying money and what it's like to live a life that is full and still um, making tons of money, but also living a life of impact and freedom. So welcome on Misty. We're so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about you. I liked for our um, guests to go ahead and say like, hey guys, like y'all can come stalk me here. Like come check me out here while they're listening. Um, So let us know where they can come and check you out as well if they want to come creep. (laughs) Sure. So um, yeah, thank you. Um, On social media, I'm at Misty Lynch CFP, just one word. So I'm pretty much on every every platform, that's where you can find me. Um, that's one of the good things about having a unique name. I didn't always love it, (laughs) but it came easy. And then my website's just mistylynch.com. And so, yeah, so I am a certified financial planner and I've been that since, uh, 2011. And in 2020, I decided to become a life coach as well, because I realized when I was working with people on their money and their finances, there was so much more to the conversation rather than just how we invested their portfolio or, you know, paying down debt. They really had some strong feelings about money, about what they could see in their lives, what they actually wanted. And for some people, they really just forgot how to set big dreams and goals. Like, like that just stops when you, you know, enter adulthood. And now it is like pay bills, try to lose weight, try to say, and that's it. And it's like, the, the big dreams, like they, they just, you know, and it's really hard to, you know, be successful if all you're thinking about is just like getting through the next day, you know, and kind of that grind. And so I wanted to, I wanted to learn how to ask better questions, how to get really to the core of where my clients wanted to go financially, because money is just kind of a tool to support it. And so I started investing heavily in myself in like life coaching programs, in personal development, self, you know, and it's just been so eye opening. A lot of the things that we don't focus on because we're too, you know, we're too busy looking at, you know, what's on our plate right now. Um, So it's been really um, enjoyable to kind of explore that part of my career. And it's been well accepted by men and women who really have a lot on their minds. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. You're so right. You know, we enter adulthood And like, I think especially whenever you get out of college, like if you chose that route or like you kind of get into Mm -hmm. a career even, and you start looking at like, what's real? Like, what can I see right now? Right? Like what's, oh, well I can afford that. Or, oh, I can't afford that. And it's really, you have to do some deep work to like Mm -hmm. decondition yourself from that. You know, I mean, 
we've got some big goals and like looking at the, at the reality right now, I'm like, Whoa, is that possible? Is that possible? Right. So it's all of that, like rewiring, like deconditioning, like undoing, like, Whoa, like stepping into that unknown, um, that is helping us build that, build that way. So I love that. Thank you for the work that you're doing. It's so powerful. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it, it is good. And you're right. So much of it comes from our past and a lot of our thoughts about money and our ability to succeed they're not even coming from us. They might be coming from our parents. They might be coming from, I mean, my grandmother was an immigrant from Ireland who like never, you know, like she, wealth wasn't something she was concerned about building. It was more survival. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So we really kind of just, you know, we, we accept things as, as facts and as being true and until we actually have to stop and, and think about it. And that is just not something we learn how to do. Yeah, absolutely. So let me just make sure I have it right. So you work with um, entrepreneurs or with with women or people who are making like uh, pretty significant income or they're building their way up to that and they're really looking for the long term. So like helping them with, yes, the financial planning part and also some of that inner um, inner stuff that comes up with making those plans. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So most of my, you know, the, traditionally the finance industry is focused on helping, you know, retirees or people who have yeah. built wealth already. And it's because, you know, part of the way I get paid is on the assets that I manage. But I've really, you know, after doing a lot of this work on my own, I like, I have some clients who are retired and I absolutely love them, but usually they have this like high vibe personality where they're not like, okay, I just want to, you know, play golf all day and do nothing. They're already like, they, they love their life. They want their lives to be super, you know, full. It's not like you just, you know, life doesn't end at retirement for them, which is great. And so, but I've really enjoyed working with people who are, you know, really in that part of their lives where there are so many financial decisions to make. Mm -hmm. They either want to start a business. They want to grow their, their family might be expanding. They're changing jobs. Money is moving around. Um, they may be supporting parents or children. So I really just, I feel like better connected. I feel like I understand those people really well. And um, so that's where I've kind of started to direct my, my work where we do the traditional asset management, financial planning. I will get them the accounts they need to go, but then I also will like help their brains get to the point where they want to continue to do that work. <laughs> and, you know, and, and that can be really fun too, because when you work with entrepreneurs or people who are creating you know, maybe contributing substantially to their, to their household income, they usually are pretty excited about what they do. And it's really fun to kind of support them and help, help build that, that piece of it for them. It's so much fun. It is so much fun to get people, like to help people build the things that they want, right? Like, I love it. I love this work that we do as coaches and, and leaders, you know, I think it's, it's the best job in the world. Um, So what would you, okay. So, so say that like our listeners, like in their, in this place and they're like, Misty, well, like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting some momentum in my business or, Hey, I may be working my full-time job and I've got my side business going on. And like, you know, I've got some cash to play with, or I need to start planning, right. I need to start planning to what, for what's next. Um, like what, what would you kind of recommend to them? Like, yeah. where, like, where do you even start making those decisions? Right. Yeah. So I think the best way to start when you're trying to decide, like say you're trying to decide if you want to leave your part-time job and go full-time, or you're trying to decide if you can actually do this. I think the best place to start, especially the way our brains work is to look at things exactly the way they are right now. Like I always get a good baseline for everybody I work with. I don't want them to change, 
I'm not asking them to make any changes. It's just awareness. So maybe they're not aware of how much it actually does cost to be them every month. You know, what, what are your actual expenses? Where is money going? And really just to kind of get organized in that way. Our, our brains like that. (laughs) They like, I mean, it might be painful. You might not want to look at the credit card statement to see what the interest rate is, or you might not want to, um, you know, look at it, but if you do, and it's making progress towards a bigger goal. So if you know where you are right now, you can decide better where you want to end up. And you might say, okay, this is how much it costs to be, you know, for me to live my life, to live, to pay my rent or my mortgage or eat or do all the things that I'm doing. And you may see things that do not support the life you want. <laughs> Maybe you're paying for things that you don't use or you, um, you know, it, it's all, it's just a building that awareness and then trying to help them figure out, okay, you know, how many months would you feel comfortable having as a buffer between now and the, you know, going full time? Yeah. I think having a little bit of space is helpful. It'll keep you from going straight back to a nine to five job, but too much could feel like a little too comfortable, like a vacation. Maybe you're like, okay, yeah. like travel in this. And that's not good too. So, I mean, if you decide like, okay, I have, maybe you have three months, maybe you have six months, depending on how much, because you are going to have a certain comfort level and something is going to feel okay. And then there's something else that is going to feel absolutely terrifying. So I think kind of figure out for you what that point is. And I've seen people go replace their income in three months. Some people, it takes a full year, but it's like allowing yourself that runway to, to really get going. Um, can be very, it can be very helpful in that transition. Um, and I've talked to people who've been ready to quit their nine to five jobs just because someone had a bad conversation with them or they had a frustrating day and it's like, okay, let's always keep that long-term goal in our, in our site. (laughs) And maybe, maybe it's just two more months we need to save up and then you can go, but it's good because I think we want to, are the part of our brain that's planning and that can really think about our future is always fighting that part that wants to be like happy right now. <laughs> right now. So, I really want the, the coffee. I right want now. the thing. I want that. Or I'm seeing other people with so much success. I'm seeing these marketing emails about how, you know, how wealthy I've become. And so it's so important just to focus on like you, like those other people, it, it doesn't matter. We don't know everything. We're seeing the highlights, but yep. there usually is a certain threshold where people would say like, okay, yeah, once I get here, I can go. And, um, and that sometimes takes having help because it's terrifying, but I can say like, okay, well financially, like, yeah, it looks like we can do this and then look at, you know, how you want to run your business. And a lot of times we think that you need to have all the bells and whistles, everything. Like I remember I wanted a headset because I saw all these coaches using the same headset, like the headset was going to bring me more money or more clients or more yeah. confidence. It, it was, it was totally relatable. Totally what I needed. Yeah. Like, and then I got it and like, I, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't, it didn't do anything. So like really being mindful about like how much you can spend and how much you can invest in your business to start and what you need. And a lot of times it's really like, you can, what can you use? Like asking those questions, like, what can we use that doesn't cost us anything? Or that's a minimal expense that could have a bigger impact. Things yep. like our email list or social media or, um, our own network of people who may 
be the last people we want to approach and tell them we're doing something new because that can be so terrifying. But to even just tell people like what you're doing so they know. (laughs) I talk to they know. How simple, right? Because otherwise they don't know. Right. But I have like, you know, some people who can't tell me what their husband does or what their wife does really. And it's like, if they're in business, like you want to make sure that you know what they're doing and how you can support them, which I think, you know, we, we always kind of want to protect our ego and make sure that people don't think we're crazy for leaving a good paying job. But when I left corporate and I was making, you know, a great salary and I didn't even hate it. I just knew there was more I wanted to do with people that didn't really fit inside of this role. And it was okay. Once I got to the point where I realized not everybody else has to understand it or like it because they're not the one, they're not paying the bills. (laughs) They're not the one in charge. So I think it can be really, the more organized you get and the more aware you can be of what you really care about and where you are today, it, it can help you start to look at people who are where you want to go and just get really curious about how, how they got there, what they might be doing. Yep. And, um, and you could do so much of this research and stuff for free. Oh. So it's really amazing how much we can, how much access we have to information now. It's unbelievable. It is absolutely unbelievable. I love what you said about like, basically like keeping our eyes on our tunnel. Like what are we doing? Right. And not thinking that we have to have all the bells and whistles and we have to have this and we've got to have the team, right? Like that's a huge thing. Like in the online space, the team, right? Everybody wants a team, right? Uh, But we don't need that necessarily in the beginning, Right. right? Like, yeah, you don't need it day one, but it could be something that you're seeing like, okay, if I was to, you know, where, what do I really enjoy doing? What do I always want to hold on to? And then you can look at the things that really you don't love, or maybe they're not the, your skill set. And then who does this type of work? Look on Fiverr, look on all of these places to see, like, because your team might not be like in your office, you know, working with you, but your team could be, you know, you, you could know what those things are because I've seen some people get rid of the parts of their job that they love because it's what they're supposed to do. Right. And then they're like, they feel lost or disconnected. So, you know, I I think it's great to see what could be next, but like not always feeling like you have to have it all in place right now to start Mm -hmm. because that the real point of your business is to get out there to help more people and to be able to continue doing it. Yeah. So in that point, you need to be able to support yourself. Absolutely. What do you feel about like investing in stuff? Like whenever, like, when do you feel like it's the right time to like invest in ventures outside of like your business? Right. Because ultimately, you know, I've, I've been, we're, we're in this place where we're kind of venturing into other investments, like other things. And um, we yep. just closed on our rental house. So exciting. Yep. Um, so acquiring some property. And so when, when do you feel like is like the right time or like the questions that you should be asking yourself, you know, because the, ultimately the goal for the business is to either retire from it or sell it or pass it down. Right. So like, what would you say to that? Yeah. I think it's smart that you have that end game in mind because a lot of people don't really think about, you know, maybe ever wanting to exit or they fall so in love with the business that it becomes kind of like their, their child or they're like, Oh, I just have to support it. And like forever. Yeah. Forever. And, um, I think it's really when you start, and I'll say this for business or for business owners, you don't have an HR department telling you, what to do with your money. It's just you. And so you're going to be tempted to just always focus on what's right in front of you right now. It's really hard to think about 
future you when you're trying to decide to do what to do with every dollar you have. So I think once you're able to comfortably pay your bills and maybe you're saving some money and you have enough money where you start to feel, and this is a different amount for everybody, but you start to feel like, okay, I have a lot of cash and it's just sitting there. Mm -hmm. Doing nothing is something that I hear often. And um, in that case, I think it's probably true. You know, your money, if it's just in a checking account, you know, it's not going to have the same amount of purchasing power in the future over time, you know, with inflation, the cost of things like, I mean, anybody who's been to a restaurant lately knows that like, you can't go in there and get like a cheeseburger for $3. That's yeah. just, you can't do it anymore, you know, certain places. So the cost of things in your lifestyle may go up and you may one day not be able to work. Maybe you will not want to work. Maybe you'll have something come up physically. Like most people don't leave the workforce on their own choice. Mm-hmm. Most people either are asked to leave, forced to leave or health or whatever. So if you can start, uh, start investing or start automating some of these choices, um, as, as early as, as possible, you have to be able to survive. Like you, you know, it's, it, you don't want to go into debt to try to fund, you know, your investments. But if you feel like you're at that place where you're like questioning it, then I think it can be a really smart decision to just get started. Even if you just start an, uh, like an IRA, where the maximum is like $6,000 a year, if you start it and you invest that money, mm-hmm. um, that money will be working for you while you're sleeping. It will be working for you while you are not working. Yep. And if you can automate it or have it in a way where you're not necessarily thinking about it all the time, it almost just becomes something like for a lot of people who work a nine to five job, maybe their money is going straight from their paycheck to their 401k. Yeah. And they're not even thinking about it because they just think about what's left over. That's helping them build wealth. Mm-hmm. And you can do the same thing as a business owner. It might be maybe not the same amount each time, or maybe you have, you know, a different, you know, a, a different, a different year where one year's really good and one's bad. Once you start getting towards the place where you're making six figures or getting close to it, having some sort of account set up for you to invest um, like a tax favored, like retirement plan, that'll save you money in taxes. Mm-hmm. And I think every business owner that I meet eventually will start looking at what they're paying in taxes and be like, am I doing this right? You yeah. know, is there something I'm missing out on? And again, you don't have an accounting department telling you, yes, <laughs> this is what we need to do. So that's where, um, you know, I can kind of help people say like, okay, well, this is how much we can contribute as, you know, maybe we could do 25% of what you make into this type of account. So they're paying themselves and they're reducing the amount of income that they're making, which yeah. is really helpful when you're paying for, you know, taxes, self-employment taxes, or if you do grow and you have a team eventually, and you want to be a good employer, having some benefits that, that your employees can, you know, that can help you as a business owner and can help them can be super powerful. So I think it's really, um, it's never too early to start. Once you're making money, it's, it, it could be a really good time to start thinking about that. And then if you're thinking about things like real estate or other types of investments, um, again, I, I work with people who have different, all different types of investments. And if you have a plan and a strategy for what you're going to do with it, um, you can really, at that point, you could choose if you want to stop working Yeah. when you want to stop working. Absolutely. It's really the point. I love the sign behind you. So the sign that says, yeah. without a plan, you do what is passive and easy. I read that as soon as we started this and I'm like, oh, that's good. It's hitting me, hit me right in the gut. 
Yeah. It's true. I mean, I think about it even with what I eat every day. If I plan ahead, like what I'm going to cook and I stick to it, I do better than what I decide when I'm like coming home and I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. I read this book. Um, gosh, it was like a really short read. It was um, something like make it, I can't remember the title of it. I should look it up. Making budgeting easy or mm -hmm or planning or something like that. Um, and it was saying how people have a really hard time of like planning for the future because our brains have a hard time like picturing ourselves in the future, right? So there was this app or like something that was like, um, that would show their clients what they would look like, like a future self-progression thing. And that would help them like picture, okay, oh, wow, that's going to be me. Like it like literally like aged them in their picture. Yeah. And so it made it easier for their brains to like, oh, I do need to start saving. Oh, I need to take care of that person, right? Yeah. And I, I think that that is so powerful. Like sometimes like I'll tell people to think about like their, their oldest living relative. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe they have a great aunt or a grandparent or something like that. And then like, think about the actual advancements that we've had in healthcare and technology. Like sure, we've got, gone through a pandemic and like, it's been really crazy time, but in general, people are, are living longer, healthier lives, or they have the possibility of that. So if you add on a couple of years to that oldest living relative of yours, my grandmother is still alive and she is 95 years old. So there's a potential chance I could see 95. My father's still alive at 76. I mean, there's longevity in my family. So I don't picture myself when I save or when I started investing, I pictured her. And it was easier for me to imagine like, okay, would she be better off if she had more money, if she had better quality, like the more money you have, the better decisions you'll be able to make, the better quality of life you'll be able to have. And so if you can't picture yourself older or you can't even visualize it, like think about somebody you know who is older. Maybe they're comfortable financially. Maybe they're not. Yeah. And think like, okay, well- what can I do now to hook her up? Because I talk to people all the time who are like, I don't want to be dependent on my children. I don't want to do this. And it's like, okay, there's one thing you, you can control this now. Then in the future, you can't, there's very little you can do. You can't borrow money to fund your retirement. Um, you may be forced to make decisions based on what, you know, you have in, you know, for social security payments or something like that. And I don't know anybody that really wants that. Yeah. going forward, but it is hard. It's hard because, you know, today is really, you know, life could be short. We don't really know, but it could be really long. Mm -hmm. It could be really not long, which we hope for. Right. But we right. also want to be prepared for. Yeah. 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 I tell my husband, like we talk about it all the time. Like we're our best life is going to be after these kids are out the house, you know, and like we can travel and yeah. like do what we want, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, the best years are now we know. Right. But yeah. it's like, it's later, like whenever we we're going to get to do those things and we're going to need money for it, you know? Right. And it, it's kind of fun to think about that. Cause like, once you actually know where you stand, it, it, it gives you a lot more space to really enjoy your life right now. And then also like, know that you're going to be okay. Cause like, if you know how much you can spend or say, you know, that certain money is for you're going to go on vacation every year, or you want to have that second house for the rental income, or maybe you use it part of the time. You can actually do it and enjoy it without that stress of, was this a mistake? Mm -hmm. Oh my God, can we afford this? Like, because it's hard to like enjoy things yeah. if you're like, still have that, you know, Oh, can we pay this credit card when it comes up? And it just, 
you can always like people think about money all the time, but I think that my clients have thought about it less knowing that things are running in the background mm-hmm. and that they took care of it and like kind of crossed that off their list mm-hmm. because then you can actually like, we bought a second home in Vermont and we have young kids and I'm like, okay, well we're, we're saving for college here. We're saving for retirement here. And now we can maybe rent this out for income, but we can also go there and have a lot of fun awesome. instead of just thinking like, could we, I don't know if we could afford it. Okay. Let's just, you know, let's just keep going. And then you just don't do the things that you really might want to do, but you got to know what they are. That's so good. Yeah. I'm like, I keep telling Danny, I'm like, come on, we've got to get the beach house or the lake house. Like, let's do that one next. Like mm-hmm. it's on our, like our goal is to acquire one property a year. I'm like at that rate, like we could easily retire by like 40, you know? Um, so, so I'm like, let's get a beach house. Then we could go there on the weekend. We could Airbnb it, right. Um, hire a property manager to do all those things. And then that's income, you know? Um, so, so definitely having the plan there. That's yeah. Yeah. That's it's fun to work. It's fun to work with couples because sometimes I'll work with people and like one person is the dreamer. I am the dreamer in I'm my family. I am the one who's like, what we could do this. And my husband is more like, well, I don't know, which is, it's, it's a good balance, but I actually love that. Like in the planning software that I use, I can project out. I could pop in Zillow at this property. Now I can add in the expenses. I can add in what we could potentially make an income and show him on paper like, okay, well, this actually could potentially generate $700,000 or something like that. And then his mind is like, okay, it's not just you being like, you know, head in the clouds, like hoping and wishing. And and so that can be a really nice thing to actually say like, okay, like things could change, but like we can run these virtual scenarios out. Mm -hmm. So you just have a little bit more evidence that, of what it actually will really look like for you. So black and white. Yeah. Like, look at the numbers. This is what it could be. I'm not just like, Oh, willy nilly. Yeah. It could be good. So yeah, that's awesome. That's really good. Okay. So we know how to, um, how, how to start considering the move to make, or when is the right move maybe to quit my job and to go full-time in the business Mm -hmm. or even to make that first investment. What is like the mindset block or what is the shift that has to happen um, now to like really solidify it? Like what's like the biggest, um, you know, like what is the biggest thing that we have to get through? I think the biggest, the biggest thing and the hardest part of all of it is that you're, it's very hard to believe, like you said, the things that we don't see with our eyes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of us have gotten very far away from trusting our gut or trusting our intuition And so if you want to believe new things, like you have to realize where you're at right now and where you want to go. And then I think it's just making these incremental mindset shifts, not trying to jump from like, I am terrified about being broke to I am an abundant money magnet. Like your brain won't buy that. It will call you out. It'll say, no, call me out. (laughs) No, you're not. Look at this. Look at this. Look at your credit card statement. No, you're not. Um, but you could also start shifting to I've created, you could look at what you've got in your bank account right now. Why don't you have less? Yep. Maybe there's some things you've been doing that you've been, you know, maybe your education or your training that you've already, you know, maybe you've paid for, like has you've done certain things, you know, there's always there's always certain things that you've done as a business owner, as somebody who's looking to do that, 
you've done, you know, you've learned from other people. Maybe you've done your homework on what it, maybe you've gone through training, all of those things you can start to say, like, instead of saying like, I'm terrified, I'm going to be broke. You could say like, I've invested this much to learn the skills to run this business. And then eventually your brain believes that. Then you could say like, I have seen people make a lot of money doing this. There are clients out there. There are people who want what I'm doing. And then your brain will believe that because once you start thinking about new things, that filter, because your brain will get rid of anything that doesn't, you know, it doesn't need to listen to or pay attention to or not. Like the way you, if I said like, okay, like don't think about your kitchen and you start thinking about your kitchen, like once you're on it. And so if you're starting to think about like, okay, people have made money in this field. Okay. What have they done? Okay. Like, you know, people are, you know, like, how can I like think about questions like, okay, I could help people. I could, you know, build a website. I could, how could I get people to know what I'm doing? And then eventually you can just kind of shift your brain from like, I'm afraid I'm not going to make money to it's possible I could make money to I've made some money to I could make more money. And then eventually, eventually it will come up to the point where you can really believe that you can create money whenever you want, but it's not going to happen overnight. And it does take a lot of practice and really like dealing with the thoughts in your head and getting them out and I mean, I, I know a lot of coaches have their own coaches that they work with. I, you know, I talk to people, I have groups and coaches that kind of help me because I'm still human. Yeah. And I still have those fears and those doubts that come up from way back in my, you know, in my experience with money in my childhood to think like, someone's going to take it away. Like as soon as I get it, it's going to be gone to be like, okay, well I can have money. I can hold it. I don't have to spend it. I don't have to get rid of it. I can just sit with it. And uh, that took a long time to get <laughs> to even that point where I felt okay, just like holding on to money and not wanting to just buy something else, get another course, invest in something I, because I was just uncomfortable, like having it, having it, just having yeah. it mm-hmm. sort of on the, on the go for the next thing. Right. What is yeah. the next thing I have to do to kind of create this problem in my money life? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And, and we don't realize we do that, but I've seen people pay off tens of thousand dollars worth of debt and then immediately be like, well, maybe I should go to grad school. And I'm like, whoa, or, <laughs> and it's just like, they've yeah. gotten used to being a person with a lot of student loan debt and then they don't have it. And they're not quite sure what to do with it. Same with way lottery winners go back to being broke. Like their mind did not catch up. And some people can have really explosive growth in their business and be like, whoa, this doesn't feel like me. So you have to kind of work your way there and really spend time on that. And it can be, you know, it can just be a couple minutes every, every morning or every day, just kind of writing down some of the things that you, you want to believe mm-hmm. and eventually you will. And that you can believe that are like, you're not tricking your brain. Like you said, yeah. you can't go from, Oh, I'm in debt and I can't pay my light bill to I'm an abundant money queen. Yeah. Right? Maybe it's just like, I have enough money to pay for my life today. I have enough money to pay for these, to pay these bills. I have enough money to, maybe you have enough money to make the minimum payment right now. And that is, that is, that is true. That is true. It is true. And just, okay. And then eventually you can stop beating yourself up and really, you know, get to the point where, where you feel better and feel more aligned with where you want to go. Yeah. So beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that, Misty. I think that that was like, that was, that was good. Thank you. Um, Okay. So where can our, we already know they can come follow you at, say it again, one more time. It's just Misty Lynch CFP on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. 
And then LinkedIn, I think it's just my name, but I'm not on there as much. Okay, um, cool. Do you have any opportunities for anything going on right now? Um, any, any way that people can connect with you or learn more from you? Yeah. So if um, I'm actually writing a book and it should be out later on this year, early 2022 um, called Demystifying Money. And it kind of just breaks down like building yourself and then technical ways to actually build wealth and then kind of how to bring that all together. So, you know, working through that now. So if you go to my website and if you, you know, you can download my, my video to get on the email list and then you'll know, you know, when that book's coming out and that would be, that would be really great for people. Um, if they are interested in learning more about this or they're starting to, I know a lot of financial, um, books can be a little bit difficult to read, but I'm trying to write this for like what I wanted to read, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And so hopefully that would be wonderful. And then, yeah, also we just, you know, if you head over to my website, you can learn more about, you know, the options to work with me as a, as a coach or as a financial advisor or planner. Oh, thank you. That is so exciting. It's a congratulations on your book. Thank That's you. It was one of those things that I didn't believe could be true. It was one of those like impossible goals that I had in my head. And then finally I started being like, okay, how do people who publish books do it? What do they do? What would people, what do my clients like to read? And they do. We do. Yeah, we do like to read. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, are they like to listen to books or they're consuming things? They like information. Like the people I work with, like they love learning and they want to feel smart and feel like they're making good decisions. So it really took a while for me to get to like, nobody will read a book that you write to. Okay. Maybe they will. <laughs> maybe one or two people will. And then to like, okay, this is this is possible. So yeah. it's a process. Everything new is the same process, but once you learn it, it's, it's a lot of help. <laughs> and you're the type. And I think the, like the belief of like, Oh, I'm the type of woman that writes a book, right? Like I, you're the type of woman. Yeah. It's just what you do. Why not? It's like, yeah. Going from like, uh, to like, why not me? Like, sure. Why not? Yeah. I love yeah. it. That's awesome. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on Misty. I have enjoyed this conversation. I know that our listeners have, um, anyone listening right now, reach out, let us know what your favorite takeaway was. Let us know what you learned today. What are you going to start implementing? What are you trying to, um, what's the next step in your own financial journey? Um, and we are looking forward to having you all in the next episode. So thank you so much, Misty.